0: Garrett Renan right so this episode is about the most powerful force on the planet and how it has the ability to create or destroy so before we start, I want to encourage you all to reach out with any questions you may have about my journey or anything I have discussed and I have new podcast gear available. I now have stickers, hats, mugs, and some new t shirt and hoodie designs. The newest one says, Pequito Mas is the magic number, which is related to my trip down at Niue Rao. There is also a new Deeper You Go, The Weirder It Gets design that has a cool psychedelic eye. And then there's also a new shirt that has a cool mushroom, psychedelic mushroom design. Uh, The link for the gear is in the show notes. I also have fermented herbal tonics and pine pollen tinctures available, so please email for more details. It's a great way to support the show and, and to support my year-long journey. I now have a YouTube page with the same name, The Deeper You Go, The Weirder It Gets. It's it's brand new, so but go please check it out. Uh, lastly, at the very least, if you enjoy this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review, especially... If you are listening to this on Apple podcast app It's a simple gesture that really helps me out My email and Instagram are located in the show notes Okay, so this is kind of a warning, right, before we start So this episode is about sex Which should be sort of obvious from the title But more so about the dark or taboo aspects of our sexual nature So consider this your trigger warning Because it's about to get weird, (laughs) trust me so if this is not something you are ready to talk about, now would be a good time to turn off the episode. With that being said, if you listen to this episode with an open mind and apply what you have learned, your life will significantly improve. Okay, so let's get into it. So I am now two and a half months into my year-long Sama, and it's becoming abundantly clear that one of the big lessons Ayuma is teaching me is about mastering my sexual energy. This is because this is because sexual energy is the most powerful force on the planet, a force so strong that it can create life. However, as we know from the law of polarity, we live in a dualistic world and that everything has its North Pole and its South Pole. So if sexual energy has the ability to create, it also has the ability to destroy. And that is exactly <clears throat> the lesson I'm learning, which is that if you do not have control or mastery over your sexual urges, You become a slave to your own unconscious reptilian mind, which will affect the overall quality of your life in a negative way and prevent you from reaching higher states of consciousness. As Carl Jung famously said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And that is the point of this episode, is to wake people up to the fact that your sexual energy is being manipulated against your will to keep you in a low vibrational state. See, today we live in an over-sexualized culture, and thanks to the internet, social media, and the mainstream, we are constantly being bombarded with sexual stimuli designed to trigger the most primal of all primal urges, the urge to procreate. Now, Maybe this is by design or maybe it's just a coincidence, but either way, there is no denying that the majority of people have become victims to their own biology, which makes me think of Terence McKenna's favorite famous quote, culture is not your friend. See, the culture in which you live has a huge impact on the way you view and see the world. However, just because something is culturally accepted and promoted does not mean it is good for you. A culture does not teach you how to become your true authentic self. It teaches you how to fit in. A culture is nothing more than societal programming, and you need to start questioning who designed the program and does this program have your best interest in mind. And I will tell you, our overly sexualized culture seems to be doing way more harm than good. The good news is, this is not your fault. Your culture has hacked your biology without your awareness by promoting and encouraging sexually promiscuous ideas and behaviors. In fact, I read something the other day that said, on average, by the time someone is 16 years old, they have seen more naked and sexually stimulating images than nearly all of their ancestors combined. And this overabundance of sexual stimuli is literally changing our brain's chemical nature and causing long-term brain damage. Then on top of that... We know that the values of the masculine and feminine energy, we know the values of masculine and feminine energy, and the interplay between the two have become so culturally warped and distorted that most people have no idea what constitutes healthy sexual behavior. And as a result, most people would rather enjoy the short term pleasure of random hookups or self pleasure instead of pursuing long term, meaningful, intimate relationships. So, like I said, it's not your fault that your biology has been hacked. However, now that you know, if you don't take action to free yourself from this virus, then you will have no one to blame but yourself. And that, and that is how this works. This is how you free yourself from the matrix. You make the unconscious conscious. You learn about your past faults, mistakes, and inadequacies. You learn about how the deck has been stacked against you, and then you correct course. It's all you can do. This is the way. Now, before we go any further, you have one more chance to get out. You can take the blue pill, turn this episode off, and go back to life as normal, living the ignorance is bliss lifestyle. Or you can take the red pill and learn about how many of your habits and ideas around sexual energy are wrong. Now, all I'm offering is the truth, but be warned because once you see the truth, there's no going back. Okay, so now it's going to get weird and possibly uncomfortable. So, in order to check if you have become a victim of your own sexual energy, you need to answer three questions truthfully. So, question one Do you watch, listen, or read porn? Now, in order to clarify this question, I need to define porn and give it a broad definition. So, I'll define porn as anything that elicits sexual thoughts, feelings, or urges. It could be sexual novels, daydreaming of sexual fantasies, looking at sexually suggestive images or videos on the internet, social media, movies, etc. In other words, if you find yourself constantly thinking about sex and consuming any form of media that gets you revved up sexually, the answer is yes. Now obviously, there's nothing wrong with sexual attraction and even feeling horny from time to time. This is normal and healthy, But this is where you need to be honest with yourself. If you're thinking about sex so much that it is distracting you from achieving your goals or purpose, then you might have a problem. So question number two, do you masturbate several times a week? This should need no definition, but I will define it as do you pleasure yourself sexually several times a week? We don't necessarily need to go into any more details, but if you do something to yourself for sexual pleasure and you experience an energetic release and orgasm several times a week, then the answer to this question is yes. Question three, do you have random, unconnected sex? Do you use hookup apps such as Tinder with the intention of meeting someone for sex with no real intention of dating or connecting to them mentally, spiritually or emotionally? Do you often have sex with different people over a short-term period, like one to two months? Do you have sex with people just because you are bored, lonely, need attention, or want pleasure? If you do any of these things, especially if you do all three, I can all but guarantee that your sexual energy has been hacked and your reptile mind is running the show, and as a result, you are stuck in your root chakra vibrating at a low frequency. As Viktor Frankl said, when a person can't find a deep sense of meaning... They distract themselves with pleasure. And as you will soon learn, this is what it's all about. This is what is happening to most people. They pursue sexual gratification, which distracts them from reaching their highest potential and achieving a sense of purpose. And see, this is all this is crazy because I can't believe I'm actually talking about this. This is the definition of the deeper you go, the weirder it gets. Because if you told me at any point in my life that one day I'd be talking about porn, masturbation and random sex, I would have told you that you had lost your damn mind. But here I am, not only talking about these things, I'm trying to convince you to stop. <laughs> Who would have guessed this? See, growing up, I wouldn't necessarily consider my family overly religious. We went to church off and on for long stretches at a time because that's what my parents thought they should be doing. So I would say that religious values were not overly preached in our house. However, I however I did attend CCD, which I don't even remember what that stands for. That's just what we called it. But CCD was basically were classes taught by the church to teenagers about once a week. I also had a few friends from religious families. So I was definitely aware of the conservative religious mindset that preached porn, masturbation, and premarital sex would lead you straight to hell. Now, At the time, I thought it was all nonsense, just some outdated values and traditions that had no place in the modern world. But now, as I go deeper into my own spiritual journey, I'm wondering if they were right. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not a defender of the church and modern religions by any stretch of the imagination, and I'm not necessarily a believer in suppression of sexuality. Sex and sexuality are beautiful things, but the devil is in the details. So... With that being said, my personal spiritual journey has led me to see that many of the religious values I once thought were nonsense might actually be true. They are just not literally true. What I mean is, the Bible, take the Bible for example, it is not a literal account of actual events. Instead, it is a book of allegory and parables meant to teach general lessons and values so that you may live a better life. In other words, the Bible is not literally true, but it does contain universal truths. So what what this means is that if you consume porn, masturbate, or have random sex, you will most likely not end up spending the rest of eternity in the fiery pit of hell. But it does mean that your life might become its own form of personal hell. See, one of my favorite passages from the Bible is the kingdom of God is within us. And another way to say this is that heaven or the kingdom of heaven is within us, which I believe is 100% true. Everything is within you. Of course, like I mentioned earlier, we live in a dualistic world. So this means that hell, and I'm not sure what the opposite of kingdom is, maybe ghetto or slum. So this means that the slums or ghetto of hell are also within us. And we know this to be true. We all know people who live in their own version of personal hell. And it's weird, right? On the surface everything looks good, but inside they are absolutely miserable and in a constant state of suffering. And with all that and with all that being said, now i 'm going to tell you with all that being said i 'm going to tell you why your inability to control your sexual energy by consuming porn, masturbating, and casual sex just might lead you straight to your own personal hell <clears throat> so i'm going to give you three reasons so reason one, you are spiking and crashing your dopamine, so dopamine is a neurotransmitter that is most notably involved in helping us feel pleasure as part of the brain's reward system. Things that bring us pleasure, such as sex, shopping, junk food, feel-good drugs like cocaine or heroin, winning a competition, even smelling cookies baking in the oven, all these things can trigger dopamine release or a dopamine rush. While the release of dopamine is not necessarily a bad thing, too much of a good thing can overload us with an abundance of dopamine, which can lead to overindulgence or even addiction. Likewise, an overabundance of dopamine can make us become desensitized, which causes us to need more and more just to get the same rush. This this then overtaxes our system and causes our body to crash or run out of dopamine. And low dopamine levels are associated with feeling... <coughs> oh, <coughs> Sorry, I didn't take a drink of water... <coughs> So low dopamine levels are associated with feeling tired, unmotivated, unhappy, memory loss, mood swings, sleep problems, concentration problems, and low sex drive. These symptoms are common with just about everybody I know. High levels of dopamine are known to be associated with obesity, addiction, ADHD, and Parkinson's disease. So according to the latest research, The effects pornography has on the brain are akin to high stimuli one would receive from drugs like heroin or cocaine. And see when we view pornography, our reward centers are inundated with abnormally high levels of dopamine that cause structural changes in our brain and long-term damage. And as a result, we become desensitized to the smaller and simpler joys of life, which is essentially stimulus overload this is why anyone who consumes porn chronically typically starts out typically starts to consume harder and dirtier stuff because they need more stimulus just like the drug addict needs more drugs more often to get the same dopamine hit and once our brain has been flooded with dopamine the next thing that happens is masturbation at this point your body is craving the rush and pleasure we experience during an orgasm however The release of this energy comes at a high biological cost. Immediately after you release, you have a very short short window of amazing pleasure before your dopamine crashes, causing you to become tired, depressed, unmotivated, which then causes you to search for your next dopamine hit. It is a vicious cycle that is played out all the time. But because the subjects of porn and masturbation are taboo, even though they are culturally promoted and encouraged, no one really talks about this. So reason number two. It shuts down your motivation to improve yourself. Biologically speaking, we have one job to do, and that is to procreate. In fact, the drive to procreate, or sexual selection, is to, is believed to be one of the main drivers of evolution. This means that many of the positive choices, although they're not always positive, but many of the positive self-improvement type choices we make, such as working out, eating healthy, getting a good job, learning a new skill... Are done not just for yourself, but to make you more attractive and appealing to a potential mate. And it's true, right? We all want to date or marry the best person we can. We want someone who not only looks good, but who also brings something to the table. I mean, no one wants to date or marry a loser, right? So if you want to attract a higher value partner, you must become a better version of yourself. As you improve, So do your options. This is how it works. However, if you constantly consume porn and release your sexual energy through masturbation, then your body thinks it has achieved its main goal, the goal of finding a mate and procreating. Biologically speaking, your body doesn't know the difference between an orgasm from actual sex or one from masturbation. So once you release your energy through orgasm, your body will begin to shut down your motivation to find a potential mate as it believes you have just been successful in not only finding a mate, but also procreating. Maybe this is why it has now become socially acceptable to go out in public looking sloppy and wearing pajamas. (laughs) And who knows, but just look around and it's easy to spot a lot of people who no longer have the drive to improve their themselves or their situation. They are just content going through the motions while at the same time complaining that life isn't fair. Reason number three, the release of sexual energy comes at a high biological cost. See, the law of conservation of energy states that energy is neither created nor destroyed. It just transforms from one state to the next. Now, keep in mind... We all have, we all have a limited supply of energy and, and there are three areas of life that require much of our energy expenditure, physical activity, sexual activity, and intellectual creative pursuits. And if we are to invest energy and excel in one of the pursuits, it will come at the cost of others. As I mentioned, we don't have an infinite amount of energy, so it must be balanced accordingly. And since sexual energy is the most powerful form of energy requiring, requiring the highest demands on your energetic system, if it is wasted on self-pleasure, consuming porn, or random sex, then there is not much energy left for you to accomplish anything else. Likewise, the opposite is true. If you can control your sexual energy, then you have a tremendous amount of energy available to pursue other passions and improve yourself. This is why Pythagoras said... No man is free who cannot control himself. Because if you can't control your urges, then you become a slave to them. This is a big part of what I'm learning. And since I'm not able to have sex, masturbate, or consume any sexual media for the next year, I'm excited to see how this plays out. And I will tell you, two and a half months in, I feel really good. I mean, all things considered... I have a lot more energy and my mental focus and creative energy is the best it's ever been. From personal experience, I can say that gaining control over my sexual energy has been the real deal and I encourage everyone listening to do the same. Again, I'm not saying sex or sexuality is bad. It is one of the most beautiful and pleasurable aspects of life. In fact, I believe that if you have sex with the right person in the right setting, with the right intention, it can be one of the most powerful and effective ways to obtain higher levels of consciousness. Things like sex magic or tantra seem to have a lot of potential in this regard. As of now, my knowledge on these topics is very limited, but I feel like my path is taking me down a road where i eventually where I will eventually learn how to use sex for alchemical purposes. Why not right? If it's the most powerful energy on the planet, who knows what's possible if you harness that energy for good. Like I said, this topic is fairly new to me, but what I do know is that achieving higher levels of consciousness from sex is only possible if you are energetically, emotionally, mentally, and physically connected to your partner and you have gained mastery over your sexual nature. You can't do this by yourself. You can't do this if you are wasting your sexual energy on self-pleasure. And you definitely can't achieve life-changing results from a one-night stand or a fuck buddy. If you want life-altering results, you must sacrifice simple short-term pleasures. And see, life is all about sacrifice. And if you don't know this by now, you are way behind the curve. You are always sacrificing something. If you choose to stay home and watch Netflix or go out drinking with your friends, instead of practicing, training, or learning a new skill, you are sacrificing the better version of yourself for short-term pleasure. If you choose to eat junk food and skip the gym, you are sacrificing the healthier version of yourself for a few moments of comfort and mouth pleasure. And if you want to become the best version of yourself, you must be willing to sacrifice the short-term pleasures of your sexual desires. We all know We all know that it takes energy from both the masculine and feminine to create life. So if you are male, you carry one component. If you are female, you carry the other. If you waste this energy on simple pleasure, you have lost it forever. Sure, you can regenerate it, but that also comes at an extremely high energetic cost. So protect your seed, protect your source, protect your energy sexual energy and use it with only the highest intention and purpose, not just because you are feeling horny, lonely, or bored. The goal is to master your your desires and appetites of your primal nature. However, I will tell you this, to gain mastery over yourself is one of the hardest things you will ever do, especially mastering your sexual energy. It will take discipline, will, and mental fortitude But as we all know, by now, or at least we should, anything worth doing is going to be hard. Results and growth only come from overcoming challenges and struggle. So the challenge has been laid forth. It is up to you to decide what you want in life. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with two quotes about self-mastery. First one from Leonardo da Vinci. You will never have a greater or lesser dominion than that over yourself. The height of a man's success is gauged by his self-mastery, the depths of his failure by his abandonment. And this law is the expression of eternal justice. He who cannot establish dominion over himself will have no dominion over others. The second quote by Stephen Pressville, those who will not govern themselves are condemned to find masters to govern over them. Stay strong, my friends. See you on the other side.